This week's Rethink Podcast is sponsored by Rethink. Rethink Podcast is sponsored by Rethink? This week's... Did I say Rethink Podcast? Yes, you did. (laughs) I thought I just said this week's podcast. No, this week's Rethink Podcast is sponsored by Rethink. That's exactly what you said. Oh, well, see... Rethink has become such a large sponsor. <laughs> They're trying to take <laughs> over the name. Take over the name. They, those people, are trying to take over the name. Mm. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're. This is another commercial for our sponsor, Rethink. Have you checked them out yet? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I know. Uh, we this is it's been actually a pretty exciting week because we're getting lots and lots more engagement and and signups have started to happen and um and we're just really excited about this project and and I think as we'll talk about in this week's episode actually how um there's just this growing like consistently growing awareness of how much community is just needed. Um, yeah. And uh, people just like, like just like dying for it, mm-hmm. you know, well, which is pretty I, awesome. And I think uh, that we don't always know that we, um, how much we're actually questioning things or that we're um, wanting to rethink something that we've um, believed. So right. um, it becomes when somebody makes something aware to us, then we are like, oh, wow, I hadn't, I hadn't looked at it that way. Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, if you, if you haven't checked out Rethink yet, go to irethinkit.com and, uh, and just, just kind of go down to there and see if it, see if it's, if it sparks anything with you. Mm -hmm. If it, if anything, like, just like if there's this polling to say, yeah. Yeah, I this is this would be an interesting space for me, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, putting this out here, we have decided that uh, we're going to uh, make sure that we finish our Rethink One Hundred Two course. So it's our second course, and get that published next week as well. Um, so, so we're then, gonna yeah. So then, when you enter the Rethink community, you have access yep. to, it, it's kind of a rolling effect. You start with 101 and then it'll open up 102 for you. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then from there, we're going to have a number of other courses that won't be, um, you, they won't be in any kind of order. You'll just be able to kind of take those as yeah. you want. So yeah, a, a, basically a month into this, we're already rolling out the next course and we're just going to keep doing that. Not necessarily every month, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but we're, as we build up, yeah. yeah, as we build them, we're intending to release them often. So, yeah. um, anyway, come, come join us though. Cause it's, uh, we think it's a phenomenal space and, uh, and we would just love yeah, to, but it, it needs, uh, it needs you to yeah. be, to help create it. Absolutely. So, um, the community aspect is something we can't build alone. Um, it's something that grows and evolves, um, with whoever is in it, which That's is right. really exciting. That's right. And now on with the show. Sacred spaces, not rethink. Correct. (laughs) So this is our second recording. Take two. (laughs) Yes. Because the first time, 
for some reason, the microphone shut off. <laughs> yeah, and so we're, uh, we're doing this again. But what I said the first time that I wanted recorded was that I love doing this with you. <laughs> yeah. And then I went on and on about how funny I think we are. And, and if there's some delusional thing about thinking that your own jokes are funny and, and that just doesn't sound like authentic to try to go through that no, again. <laughs> it's okay. That was the extra sacred space no. where it's not <laughs> yes. recorded. Yeah. So sacred. No it one was, else was invited. It was just us. Yeah. The microphone is like, oh, this is holy ground. <laughs> <laughs> I will shut myself off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was something like that. So yeah. anyway. So uh, the drunk ex pastors, you know, they were they were guests on the podcast, you know, a couple months yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, they did a, an episode where uh, they did not record. They they do two hour episodes. They do like an hour. They take a break and they come record another hour. They did not record the first hour. <laughs> Yeah, they were just putting that online in this last episode or two episodes ago or something like Jeez. that. So at least I caught it within, you know, like minutes. three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Can you imagine sure. if we recorded an entire podcast? Well, it, well, it, it didn't it, record an entire podcast. Yeah, but okay. So yesterday I come home from work. Right. And we sit here in the office, which is also where we record our podcasts. And right. um, we just... You asked me, do you feel like recording now or do you want to wait till tomorrow? Yeah. And um, and we have to kind of do this between when Asher is asleep or not home or, yeah, or yeah. something. Like he's so, gone right now. Right. So, yeah. And um, so we, so I said, well, I'm just, I'm at the end of my work week and I'm just really tired. I think I'll do better you tomorrow. You were wiped out. Yeah. yeah. And so we just sat here and we started talking and we end up with this like incredible conversation, <laughs> yes. kicking ourselves that we didn't record it because I don't know if you could do that conversation again. So yeah, it, so we didn't intentionally. No, that's kind of it is kind of true though. Yeah, we kind of did a whole thing where we were like we should have recorded that because I think we were freaking brilliant in that conversation. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> let's just say it was world changing. Yeah, it was we universe changing. The yeah, if we had recorded that and people would have listened, everything would be different today. There'd be no more no more wars. There'd be no more hunger. Yeah, especially be... since those were not the things we talked oh, about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. Well, we didn't record it, so we can we can say it was as glorious as whatever we right. want to. No, but we both left the conversation like, wow, that would that would have been a great like episode. That was, it and was a really great conversation. We, we regretted yeah. not. You know, uh, I certainly think that we can talk about all that again because we did not exhaust the topic. No, 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 no. In fact, we were kind of like, we should stop talking Yeah. because yeah. this could go a long ways and we could save it for tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, not, it, and we, we're not going to sit here and try to rehash that conversation, no. but uh, to have a continuation of that conversation or, or something like that would, yeah, yeah would yeah. be good. So, but hey, what are you drinking? I don't know, because like always, you make the drinks <laughs> and I drink them. Right. So we are doing a dark rye old fashioned. That's what we're doing. Okay. So this rye is a little darker. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does look darker. I mean, literally. Yes, it does. So uh, cheers to you. Yeah. Um, this, is a, this is a big person drink right here. Mm. Ooh, and your face shows it. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't, yeah, haven't really had anything today, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, do you like it? Yeah, I think I do. it's I think it's super tasty. Yeah. Yeah, this is it's wonderful. Um, yeah, the uh, uh, Costco brought out a new uh, flavor, and so I was like, yeah, let's give it a shot. Let's yeah, I think I actually stuff. like this better than a. The regular ones. The, serious? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's a little bit fuller. Um, not so, yeah. like, not that an old-fashioned is watery, but it can have a real clear way can. about it. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like this isn't like that. Yeah. No, that's good. Man, that's some that's some real critique right there. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on, right on. Um, so we have had another uh, kind of crazy week on TikTok. Mm. Um <laughs> to talk about that. Uh, it, at first, uh, you know, there's this saying in the social media world, you know, don't feed the trolls, oh, right? God, and, and, so, and I did. And I and I intentionally did, which I <sighs> have now rethought and, and will no longer intentionally do so. So it wasn't like I was, like, I don't feel like I got sucked into anything. I feel like I was very yeah. intentional with my engagement with the trolls. But man alive, are the... <laughs> People can can truly be trolls sometimes. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> Excuse me. I um, really struggled this week because the whole point of us doing anything, including sacred spaces, isn't to just throw out controversial things for people to... You know, throw it out there and talk amongst yourselves. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like we don't we don't sit around thinking to ourselves like, what is the wildest thing that we could that we could say out into the whatever sphere and get yeah. people riled up? Yeah, this is uh, just us. This yeah. is just what we come up with on our. <laughs> yeah. Um, and sometimes I do forget that uh, we between us, we have no questions that are not allowed to be asked. And Correct. So yeah. We're not afraid. Of what one of us might bring up, um, it's right. more of oh, well, that's curious. Let's let's work through that. Let's yeah. figure that out, you know. And yeah. and so sometimes living in that kind of atmosphere, I forget that other people really aren't okay with that. But the other part is, is that you know, there's multiple reasons why. For me, I'll speak for myself why I left um, the Evangelical Christian Church. And um, one of them was the anger and contention that existed um, as the underbelly of, of of it socially and in its programming and that sort of thing. Right. And, um, and I was tired of the kind of the two-faced experience of everything looks and talks very um, sweet and accepting and forgiving and all of those things, but it's, um, you know, it's laced or deeply embedded with, um, uh, some very high, strong expectations and walking away from that was a tremendous amount of freedom for me to actually explore God and yeah. to, um, explore myself in light of, uh, all of it. And, um, and that systematic pressure didn't exist for me any longer. Um, and the world of spirituality op has really opened up. Um, I see God in, in more than I have ever seen mm. probably my whole life. So then we, we step into this world, uh, this channel that we created on TikTok, um, 
trying a couple of different ways to ask people to rethink things. And it was like, eh, you know, there's a couple of responses here and there, but it, it wasn't really engaging anything. And, and we start with a couple of just really personal statements about what it costs you to rethink something. And, um, and it blew up. And yeah. I think what was made aware to, of a, to us that we underneath it all knew was that the ex-evangelical community, those who are leaving or questioning the evangelical church, is a very large group of people. Um, they're also a very wounded, hurt, and distrustful group of people, yeah. rightfully so. And um, I think all of this has um, stirred that pot for me. Mm. You know, like, uh, it's actually been a bit triggering. Um, I'm, I shouldn't be surprised because I know these things, but yet I guess I still am how hurtful and hateful, Mm. um, those who call themselves Christians are, um, on social media. And if there was any true desire of them to want me to not be Satan's child anymore, as they seem to think I am, <laughs> then this this is a horrible way to do it. Right. Um, we've had people, you know, ask about very, like, individual things about us, what we're wearing, what we're, how we look, what we're doing, our mannerisms, things like that. And I'm just like... Seriously, people like <laughs> I, it's just it's um, I, I, you know, we put ourselves out there. So I'm not saying that, you know, we should we should know better. It's not that it's I think it's this idea that we particularly ended or landed in a community, a polarizing community um, that would like to preach themselves as love. And I'm not seeing any of that from them. Yeah. Um, it's very hurtful, very hateful, and they feel very called to uh, save us and to make sure that we um, know how wrong we are. Yeah. Um, so it's been a hard week for me, I think. Yeah, and I, I mean, you know, having come out of that, it's like I, um, I get it, I understand it, you know. Um, I understand how, why that's important to be, so right, you know, why it's important to not consider other points of view, why it's important to stand your ground and fight for the faith and, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, and uh, at the same time, I I don't have a lot of tolerance for it because, um, because I know, uh, I know the thoughts that were in my head during that time too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know how judgmental I was. I know how, uh, uh, quick I was to just write somebody off, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, those are just, those are, those are real destructive kinds of thought patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if somebody is unwilling to, consider that there may be more, right? That uh, there may be bigger, there may be grander, there may be, you know, whatever it might be, right? It's a, a, a more expansive way of looking at anything. 
then, man, that it just seems to me that what goes hand in hand with that is toxicity, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and I, I that's being, you know, um, it's I would say it's being proven to me over and over in in interactions that I have, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be with you know, you know, face to face interactions with people or whether it be you know, interactions online or, or whatever Mm -hmm. else. And it's like, um, and I, we desire a community of people who don't think like us. That's not, that's not what we desire. We don't desire a bunch of people that think exactly like us. Um, we don't even, we don't even see this eye to eye on everything. Right. We do a lot, <laughs> but you know, there's, there are things I'm, I can't think of one right now, so we don't have to talk about it, but, um, but there's, uh, uh, we desire, a, we desire a community of people who want, always want more. They, yeah. they always want, they, they want to keep growing. They want to mm-hmm. keep developing. They want, they want the, the grander more expansive mm-hmm. kinds of visions, you know? Um, I realized, too, that um, this has convinced me that I do not want to look back. Um, yeah. And, and not because there isn't something to learn or, you know, to grow from in any of it, but because it's, um, it's, old, it's old thinking, and I'm... I don't want to be what I'm seeing on social media. Um, I can't imagine getting on there and doing what some of the, some people have done to us and to other people who are speaking their truths. Um, you know, it's it's this. It's it's so minor in comparison. As I'm sitting here talking, so minor in comparison to uh, real things that people have. You and I are just talking about something for a social media channel, right? Yeah. Other people have real life things. Um, we did one live on TikTok, and people would ask questions, you know, and somebody asked what was wrong with my eye because yeah. I had one pupil larger than the other. And, um, and I, and at the, in that moment, I took it as an opportunity to tell my story uh, about my brain surgeries and um and it bothered me after that and i i thought i didn't know that person my story yeah because i didn't deserve that question yeah and i thought to point out what they saw was a defect y- how your... they don't know what it is <laughs> yeah. or why it's happening yeah. and let's point at it let's point at it you and owe me an explanation enough for what to that type is. a question over it yeah. and i and so afterwards i just thought i'm sorry that i responded yeah that way and I'm sorry that I that I gave you something sacred, which was my story. Yeah. Um, and I thought, man, it's just it's just a pupil that's bigger than the other pupil. Yeah. Um, there's so many people on social media who have something so different from me. Yeah. And um, and I just realized how quick and sharp, particularly the Christian community, is to point out and to hurt people for yeah. their further things. I ended up taking two videos of myself off of TikTok because I had comments coming about the way that I blinked my eyes and things like that. And I, I'm just, um, it's not, can I handle it or can't I handle it? I, I don't know. Does it matter? Um, I just decided that I don't have the energy to spend on it either way. 
And, um, and so I'm not going to give you the space to make those comments towards me, yeah. you know? So, um, I was a little bit in a fuck you humans mode this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't, um, in a good space. And the other day you, um, you had this back and forth where you, um, kind of took on one of the trolls and um, went on for quite some time with them back and forth. And I was literally like, I was having a physical kind of response yeah. from it all and um, went to bed feeling quite unsettled, woke up yeah. unsettled. And then I got my truck um, the next morning to drive to work. And I've been listening to a book on audio and on um, uh, women mystics and... I just was like, my soul needed this. Yeah. Um, something that was expansive mm. and something that was um, allowed me to learn something new and not go back to the trenches mm-hmm. of the muck mm-hmm. that I left. And um, and it and it was good. I ended up with some big takeaways um, at the end of this book. And um, but I I don't I don't the whole the whole point of creating rethink was to avoid this scenario. Yeah. And so I'm trying to look at the bigger picture that there's a part of it is us needing to be on social media to make this platform available and aware to people. But, um, but it, for me, it's coming with a bit of a cost. Um, some, some triggering moments. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I think there's a, there's a point in all of this where, you and I, um, just like you said, have realized that, uh, you know, we're not necessarily looking to go back into those swampy atmospheres and try to yeah. hold people's hands to drag them out. Right? Or to fix something from the inside. Or yeah, yeah. Any of that kind of stuff. To conform to anything. We're, the compromises. We're or... interested in forward journey and, mm-hmm. and we want to support people in their forward journeys. I mean, that's just... That's what we've always been about. Even when we weren't at this place, you know, when we were at places that were smaller places than this Mm -hmm. in our thinking, right? We still wanted to be a part of people's journeys, moving them forward. And, and that I think ultimately led to creating opportunities for ourselves to continue moving forward too. And then, you know, we're just always in that space. We just want to help people continue Mm -hmm. to move forward. Um, We're less, what we've become is less and less concerned with any kind of destination mm-hmm. that was very destination based for us at one point in time, right? Yeah. We were trying to help people get to this idea, right? Um, this belief or this, you know, whatever. And we're, we're just not interested in that anymore. Um, mm-hmm. We're, we're interested in the journey because we know that's where the magic is. The, the magic is in the journey itself. The magic is in the growth. It's in the expansion. It's when, you know, we had one person, you know, uh, comment on on one of our videos that this thought just opened their eyes and all of a sudden they're like what have I been ignoring you know I I, I've just my like I truly see something I've never seen before here right um and yet people at the same time are wanting to nail you down for what it is that you believe and even to the point this little four-part series that you just got done doing on yeah um the evangelical gospel um they're taking it as this is what you believe. Right. 
right? And you <laughs> haven't like, even said that. No, it's like that's not the point. But you know, it's <laughs> but the it's it's helping helping people to become more aware, more awake. Um, and it's from a position of being on that journey ourselves yeah. too, right? That that you you know what the one thing we've realized is that once your eyes start to open, once you start to see, well then you start to see everything. Everything. And it's not all at once, but you you start to see what you can, what what does come into focus, and things mm-hmm. come into focus at different periods of time, right? Um, and um, that's just like that's where we live. That's where mm-hmm. like our hearts are just swell and you know and and that's that's what we want to create and so you know i think the 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 marketing you know that's kind of Mm -hmm. necessary like you can't you can't control your level of exposure in your marketing Mm -hmm. you can just choose not to engage with the hateful stuff right right um and you know anytime that you start poking at established uh ways of of thinking Mm -hmm. you know that become like these strongholds right it becomes these this is a position to be defended Mm -hmm. right um anytime you start poking at any of those things maybe religious or political or you know or both or or both or you know what family relationship i mean again it could be literally anything Mm -hmm. um you're you're gonna get people to get upset. I, I kind of think about like, you know, the, the whole poking the anthill kind of thing, right? The ants are going to come out looking to bite. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I should, I should know better. I just. Oh, um, this isn't about that. No, it's, no. I, I choose, we choose to be here on this platform. And so in that sense, I should know better at the same time. Um, I guess I, I must have an expectation of Christians. That's probably not fair either. Yeah. Um, but I really just, I really want to be challenged. When somebody brings up something, I'm going, okay, well, how how can I look into that? How can I, you know, I, I want to be continually challenged in my own thinking. But when it's this contentious, all you, it just starts the defenses. And then it's all anybody can do on there is just defend themselves. Right. And so, I mean, like I said before, it's just... This is why we created Rethink. We, right. we want the defenses down so people can actually have the space to think, um, to challenge their thoughts, to be challenged to, hey, I have never thought of that before. I'm, I'm going to contemplate that. I don't have to agree with you, but I can at least contemplate it. Right. Um, I, uh, you know, was driving to work and, and listening to my book, and, um, and she was talking about um, how... It's it's a it's a it's called Wild Mercy, and it's a it's a book about uh, women mystics throughout um, history and throughout the world, um, past, present, um, all of it. And um, and it's a very simple way of saying what the book is about. But um, in this last uh, se- or second to the last chapter, she's talking about how um, as different cultures and and faiths we um, interact with um, death. In terms, she yeah. lost a child and um, and talked about that, the grieving process, things like that. But it, it, it wasn't a dark chapter. It was just very enlightening, actually, on how um, many cultures work to um, prepare and celebrate death as a normal um, part of the life cycle. 
not as a space of fear, but as how like one culture actually prepares people for the transition from life into death so mm. that they're not like afraid during that time and they can be at peace during that little window, that little space. So they actually prepare mm. their their tribe, their people to enter into that. So they they have, and, and there's a lot of um, different cultures have different rituals around it. Um, you know, she talked about the Day of the Dead and what that actually is, which I, I didn't have much ref- frame of reference for. And and um, the one thing that struck me was that Christianity is fueled by a fear of death. And um, and it it just became really apparent to me that so much of how the evangelical church functions is out of this, uh, or and people are saying it to us all over on TikTok, that I, you know, hope you can be saved. I hope you can, you know, find Jesus before you die. And right. it, like, it's this, this, this moment is such a fearful, tragic end. And, and you and I used to talk about how it feels like the, the Christian um, gospel, the Christian story is about just hang on until you die right. so that you can go to heaven. Right. And so you kind of have this waiting period called life, and then you get to live in eternity, right? right? And, um, and we just had such, like, like personal conflict with that idea. And so this, this – I'm getting somewhere, I promise. This chapter was enlightening me to – that there are other ways to experience life and death and the life cycle, birth to death. And, um, and some cultures have – you know, death doulas who come in and actually walk with someone and yeah. are present right. with them during the death process. So, so people yeah. are not alone and, you know, all these things. And, um, and I, and I thought if, if Christianity could have taken the fear of death out of its system, could it look different? And I keep coming back to, well, I think that's actually what Jesus was saying you know, abundant life now, live now, live now. And, and the other thing I was made aware of was that, that other cultures are very present mm. in their current day, where Christian Christians are very present in the future mm-hmm. and n- unable to really be here now, yeah. right? So I think that makes love hard. I think that makes compassion hard, mm-hmm. empathy hard. Mm-hmm. We want to say we have those things, but I don't think we actually see it. We see the, I'll pray for you, you know, those types of yeah. um, symbolic gestures, but we don't know how to actually be present. Right. Um, and I thought, I just, I want more of that. I want more of present spirituality right? because I'm really not concerned about what happens to me when I die. It's beyond me, and frankly, nobody even knows. So I, I'm just guessing <laughs> as good as anybody else to right. decide that. But what I do know is now, I do know today, and um, and that was just so much freedom to be to be really present. So that it just helped me to ground ground myself back into um, all the work that I've done to walk away from those pressures and those systems. But I'll tell you, it didn't. It sure doesn't take much for me to just get sucked right back into the guilt yeah. and shame spirals that are associated with evangelical Christianity. Yeah. 
you know, (laughs) there's this, uh, we've been dealing a a lot as a, as a country in particular, right? So I'm not talking about you and I particularly right now. I'm talking about as a country with, um, lots of, uh, you know, well, you know, it, it's talking about like, you know, the Me Too movement and, mm-hmm. well, not all men, right? <laughs> and and the uh, Black Lives Matter movement and, well, not all cops, you know? Um, and and I would say for, you know, us talking about evangelicals that, you know, well, not all Christians, right? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, true, true. There are, we know some wonderful people who claim to be Christians and who don't who don't exhibit the, the, these kinds of toxic behaviors we're talking about, right. right? Of course, of course. But there is a systemic problem. Yes, just like evangelical with Christianity. Black Lives Matter, there's a systemic racism issue yes. in our country and how things yes. are built. And with, you know, uh, police violence, there's a systemic issue that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, with, uh, you know, uh, uh, sexual abuse and... Verbal abuse There's and you know, uh, the, yeah, toxic environments for women. Yeah. There are systemic issues that need to be addressed, and and that's what what we're talking mm-hmm. about, and and that's what you're talking about. I think that mm-hmm. you know it, that was really so freeing, and what you were reading in that in the book was just that there are other there are other examples where that that don't have these same systemic issues mm-hmm. and there is freedom and life even in how they deal with death death mm-hmm. death mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um and that is that is amazing that mm-hmm. is wonderful but but if we don't deal if we don't address the systemic issues then we end up continuing to perpetuate them um and and that's one of the things where you know where you and i have just kind of walked away from um you know i would say specifically evangelical christianity um we don't you know we don't claim the label of christian for ourselves Mm -mm. any longer um and because there's this there's this part of it where we're like hey listen you're not that interested in dealing with the systemic problems here so we're going to move on, mm-hmm. right? Um, and what, what I think is interesting, though, is when people try to hold you to, well, do you believe in Jesus? But the Bible says this. Right. Or, you know, whatever, you know, all the theologians say this. Right. And I just, I, I just want to step back and, um, or I do, I guess, I step back and I go, you know, I have the freedom to let go or to hold on to any belief practice or belief idea that I have or have had, but I'm, I'm not held to your rules <laughs> as to what I should hold my beliefs to. So if I'm supposed to hold all my beliefs to the Bible, well, it's, it's not a real solid foundation in terms of, you know, it's got its right. things too. Right. So I'm I'm done doing mental gymnastics and trying to land myself somewhere. She said something in this book. I actually put it on my Instagram. I thought it was very um, freeing. Yeah. And it, we've said it in different ways. But, um, oh, gosh, I 
my eyeballs aren't going to let me read this. Um, <laughs> Do you my reading glasses? No. Um, <laughs> stop it. Are you sure? I love them. Stop it. Um, she says, um, the way of the feminine is so is to soften into the arms of the unknown. All we really know is that we do not know. And knowing is not required. Striking deals with gods is not required. What we can do is meet what is with tenderness and curiosity. Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I just thought that's the space that I want to exist in. Yeah. Is is tenderness because I, I found myself moving away from that this week yeah. as I was trying to protect myself. Yeah. Um, and I want to live within curiosity that there may be something I just don't know about that I have the opportunity to know about. Yeah. Um, and it may beyond may be beyond the worldview that I have previously had. Right. Thirty minutes ago, a year ago, right. in my childhood, you right. know. Right. You know, I, I sometimes think that, you know, this this path that we have decided to venture down, um, you know, is is difficult. You know, it's it comes with its with its troubles, and it comes with its conflict, and it comes with you know all this kind of stuff, and and then I I kind of set back and I and I say to myself, well would I, would I want to go back to the certainty again, mm-hmm. right? Where there was no yeah. forward movement, where it wasn't about, you know, transformation of mind and thinking and soul and I mean, of the, of the entire person, mm-hmm. right? Would I, would I want to go back to small confined views that can fit in, you know, volumes on a shelf, Right. Um, when I, you know, would I want to go back to do that? I'm like, well, God, no, mm-hmm. no, I don't, I wouldn't, you know, okay, well then what, what's really difficult in this? And I'm like, well, what's difficult in this is the opposition, right? Mm-hmm. It's that it doesn't feel good sometimes. And I, and it just, you know, this, <laughs> it, it just reiterates to me again that it's, it isn't the path that's difficult. This isn't a difficult journey. It's it's the uh, the hooks from all the old ways of thinking, all the old systems. It's that it's those tearing free, mm-hmm. right? That's those are the pain points. Yeah. Um, and you know, and and the further we get along in that the less we think about those pain points. I mean, like you said, you were, you know, uh, this all was, you know, like refreshed for you this last week, right? right? But how long has it been that you've really sat around thinking about how, you know, people are just shitty, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well. Well, maybe in 2020. Okay, yeah, 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Not that long ago, baby. We've been given some... Ample opportunities to be able to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, lately. Okay, but, you know, let's say before that. Right? Well, this one's quite unique because we built the environment for it Yes, ourselves. yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, um, I, you know what I'm saying. I, I'm just saying that there, there's this, you know, it, it the pain of, of that does less and less, you know, does less and more and more all the time. Mm-hmm. 
but it's that realization again that it's it's not the journey. It's not the it's not the path forward that is painful. That the the journey, the path forward is freeing. Yeah. Like there's freedom there. There's release. There's mm-hmm. excitement, you know, like curiosity. There's there's all these things to look forward to and what's around the next corner and how, man, are you you know, it are we even contemplating that it could be even better than this, you yeah. know, kind of thing, right? It's the uh it's all that was before mm-hmm. that is the is the the pain points. Yeah. And if and if the the before is causing us that much pain. I mean that it I mean it, it can't kind of be its it can't be better then. No. Right? <laughs> well, we we were talking to yesterday um uh about this uh the, the spiral dynamics. Yeah. And um how <laughs> that the further up you get in the spiral. Yeah. Um the more enlightenment um, that exists there. And I, I started thinking about it. I'm like, if, if let's just play this out. Um, God created all of us, created all of this creation and sure. our, our bodies and how they work. And I'm daily fascinated by how teeth erupt, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> right, right. it's just so fascinating to me how yeah. detailed everything is. Right. Um, and if our understanding is that we have only tapped into a percentage of our brain capacity, our human ability to uh, expand and um, broaden the mind, right? Then uh, if I actually move beyond in the spiral dynamic, um, what is that, diagram, I guess? Yeah. If I move higher up in that into the enlightenment stage where my brain has been more expanded, my soul, my everything has, has enlightened more um, rather than into further into reduction, then, um, then why does the system of God sit in a lower level right. of the spiral dynamic, right? right? This right. idea of um, the rules around systematic theology, all of that, sit on right. a lower container. Angry, than, wrathful, vengeful. Right. Being all of these. Who, yes. Yeah. yeah. Who must be satiated to in in order to not punish us with everlasting torment. And, R- right. right. <laughs> so if I can actually think better, more enlightened above that, then what does that say about a creator? <laughs> who created this brain to expand and to grow, and I've outgrown the God sphere on the spiral, <laughs> right. Right? right? So it was sort of this, just this interesting conversation that that I am personally um, not interested in a, in a small God yeah. that, um, that wants to keep me in a small world of thinking. Right. Um, I feel like there is far too much in our humanity to still be explored that's actually really good yeah. and um, and it's gonna it's gonna rise out and above that systematic religious um, section and um, I'm really okay with that so I'm really okay w- with you know I'm I, I don't want the label you know I don't want are you an atheist we get asked that um, are you this are you that Um do you still believe in Jesus? Do you still believe in this? Right. And and um and I'm just like, what's why does that matter? 
Yeah. I just don't feel like it even it even matters. And why does it matter to you what I believe if something that we put out there challenges you to think a little deeper or to think a little differently? You don't have to agree with us, but why do you have to nail down what it is that we believe so that you can consider it valid right. or not? Right. Um, how about just think? Just yeah. think. Um, but there's a lot of risk. I mean, we have people asking, what do I do about my family who, you know, doesn't uh, like this deconstruction that I'm in or, I mean, all kinds of things. I mean, it's very yeah. real life. Um, so we know it's not easy. It's not easy for us. We have we have stuff that we yeah. have to work through with family. Um, but, yeah. But, you know, I, you know, just kind of going back to your, your spiral dynamics and, and mm-hmm. you know, the evolution of God. You know? Right. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things we talked about yesterday, too, um, was it doesn't necessarily mean that we we therefore grow beyond God and in mm. our you know must abandon God in order to keep growing. No, and, it's not it at all. But you know there is this idea of um, an incarnational uh, deity, right? This uh, incarnational um, allness, and mm-hmm. so you know we've talked about. Um, before this this example that I love, that's the you know they written on the old book you know back in the nineteen twenties I think Flatland right where mm-hmm. it was this this guy imagines this world that only has you know this two dimensional only world where every, there's only height and width, there is no depth right so we live in a three dimensional world and we're viewing this two dimensional world and if we try to engage in this two dimensional world from our three dimensions it just won't make any sense right because they they have no frame of reference for. Uh, Didn't a, Simpsons make an episode about this? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm so pointy. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, but but what if we didn't view God as two dimensional because God incarnated into to engage with two dimensional people. And so, well then God must be two dimensional, but we look at it as an, an incarnation that, that God, you know, the, the supreme being, the allness, the, you know, whatever, right. The I am, uh, was, was engaging on the level of spiral dynamics that they could handle, that they could understand. Mm-hmm. Right. And then as we, ascend the the spiral dynamic well then then the the i am is also there incarnating in that reality so when we talk about an i amness that is infinite right which is a which is a very christian thing to do to talk about how god is the you know the all right mm-hmm. and so the the infinite but we don't leave space for god to be infinitely uh, incarnating either, right? Um, to be to be expressing themselves to the level that people can understand, and so we settle for a two dimensional incarnation of God, and we say that is all there is. Mm-hmm. How very small, right? Right, and so as we grow in awareness, we grow in understanding, and as as humanity expands our thinking and our understanding of how everything is is related together and all that kind of stuff, that we couldn't learn new ways of engaging with an 
allness, mm-hmm. right? With the the everythingness, and that that a, a I would say that a a god type figure that is worth believing in would be relatable and and uh, have validity in whatever sphere that their creation could ascend mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so, now, am I saying that I think that's the way it is? Well, I'm saying that why couldn't that be a possibility? <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> and I want, I, I'm open to that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not closed to the idea of um, the divine. I'm not closed to the, you know. But I think that's what even, like, like you know, I, I read the last, you know, a couple chapters of the, the book there um, that you're talking about. And that's one of the things that, that, that she is talking about too, is this expanding of this, of this view where it's like, you know, where it takes more in more traditions, more Mm -hmm. expressions, more, you know, and saying, listen, this wasn't that we had the truth and they didn't. It was that, that, you know, in this dimension, we could only see our aspect of the truth and they could only see their aspect of the truth. But we're in this dimension now where we can actually see both aspects. Yeah. And, and that's not even the all. Right? No, it's just, no. it's just one more level of incarnation. Um, and, and so uh, I still, you know, I still love the idea of, you know, a connective, uh, personal force out there, right? A creating mm-hmm. force and energy, uh, you know, again, an I amness, you know, mm-hmm. and an allness. I, I, I'm just not tied to any particular expression of that well, I think anymore. Like we've come to the reality that we didn't have all the information, right? Yeah. And yeah. so if we didn't, if we know we didn't have all the information, then why would we settle there? We wouldn't. We would right. need to understand the information we didn't have right um so not so that i land somewhere i i don't even know if i have enough time left on this earth to land somewhere (laughs) right like i is that what it's about is to make sure i pick the right thing before i died um so i i think i miss living in the process um so you know if i had my way in the world right now i would quit my current job and I would find the cultures that are very different from me and I would go to understand them so that I could see and experience something that I didn't have information of before. Yeah. Um, see the world differently. Even being on safari with a tour guide, they saw uh, the yeah, preserves yeah. And how the animals interacted with each other, how they needed each other, how they as humans needed the animals and vice versa. They saw it in a way that was so not even relevant to my life here in Washington. Um, So simple little um, expansiveness. You know, I I used to think that I wanted to go to like an all-inclusive, you know, retreat resort or something like that somewhere because I thought oh all you have to do is just sit there with your Mai Tais all day long and just you know whatever (laughs) and it sounded really appealing but but what I really want is to feel someone else's life and to feel someone else's culture and experience 
with divine and um, learn something new from it. Yeah. Um, so I don't think Rethink is a good enough sponsor to put me on the road to do that. <laughs> Not yet, baby. <laughs> um, It'll get there. Get there. <laughs> but ultimately, I just, I, I'm in this, this uh, phase of life and spirituality where I want to learn more. Um, and it, it, learning more is not weakness. And I think it's, I think <laughs> no. it's seen as that though, within systematic religion. Yeah. You that, can't just accept it. You no, can't just accept what we've already told you. Right. But learning means that I'm unsure. Yeah. And, um, and I, I just don't, I just don't buy that anymore. Yeah. And doubt is weakness. Mm, I Questions think, I think are doubt weakness. is curiosity. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is the thing that that moves us forward yeah. into living. So, yeah, um, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I survived another week of TikTok. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, no more feeding the trolls. No, just, thank you, thank you. you we don't need to do that. Keep we'll a just, wife in your house. Yeah, we'll just. <laughs> Let them kind of starve on their own oxygen, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, but uh, no, but I, I think that, you know, I am excited about, you know, our our growth. I'm excited about what continues to become more and more uh, open to us, you know, expansive to us. Um, and that, you know, it's like it's like we're always... We're always in a cone, right? This this infinite cone where the view keeps getting larger, mm -hmm. but then you go into that and that ends up being the small end, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and it just goes larger. Mm -hmm. And then you move into the larger and it's the small end. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. Because that you, how do you ever get bored in that, right? I mean, there's yeah. it, the exploration will be infinite, right? The it will, it will just continue forever. Mm -hmm. And so um, yeah, I don't want a finish line. I don't want a, an arrival point. I don't, I, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. um, it, it sounds infinitely boring to me. Um, yeah. And then no escape also from it. Uh, it yeah. <laughs> I found it hard to breathe this week. Yeah. Like, I mean, literally, like yeah. I was feeling compressed into a small box. And I'm yeah. just like, this is not, not me. This is not good for me. This right. is triggering. And I want... I want expansive. I want to know more things about more people. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, speaking of different cultures, there's a tacos and tequila event going on downtown right now. I mean, that's, that's experience. I think I'm more interested, though, <laughs> in what's going on in Perry. Oh, yes. I yeah. mean, just honestly, it <laughs> yes. sounds a lot more. Yeah, with the Odyssey Youth Center there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Odyssey Youth Center. You know, for anybody that's in the Spokane area and doesn't know, is a is a queer community of, of young people, um, and so adult guided but youth led. It's beautiful, absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, there's a couple of awesome events going on we should yeah. check out. So, but. Yeah. all right, well, another week. great discussion. <laughs> As far as we're, we're concerned, concerned. <laughs> we love listening to us. Why wouldn't everyone else? Yeah, okay. I'm going to finish my drink.